1: Hey guys, how are you doing? This is Gavin with REI Network. I have an awesome guest for you today. Just before I introduce him, if you want to get my downloads, I've got some uh, downloads on my website. Go to reinetwork.com slash downloads, reinetwork.com slash download. We've got a script, cold calling, lead sheet, a few things there that's going to help you in your business. So go and get that. I'm actually traveling right now. I'm in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. and We're in the RV. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Been working uh, from here all week. And that's what it's all about, you know, for me anyway, is to be able to travel and work, you know, when I want with who I want, uh, wherever on my time. And, you know, that's kind of why I love this business, which brings me on to one of my uh, coaching clients. I want to introduce him, Brian Landers. Brian, how are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Yeah, good. I appreciate you. Uh, we just had a coaching call here and I was like, hey, do you want to do a quick podcast? And uh, you were like, Sure. So uh, here we are. I kind of threw him in the deep end here, but um, we just had a great call. And, you know, Brian's, we're going to get into his story and his background, but what you're going to hear from this is, you know, he's done his first deal and had to adapt in, in terms of the way that this deal happened uh, to get more money. So congrats on that. He's got another one under contract with his partner. And we're just going to talk about the model that, that that we kind of went with and why we did that. But before we get there, so Brian, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, where you live, and let's start there.
0: Yeah, so uh, I've been in IT for 16 years and currently work for Adobe. And I live, I actually, we just built a house here in Lehigh, Utah. And the reason we built here was to be about a mile from work. Uh, Adobe, I'm about a mile from work, but now everyone works from home and that doesn't matter. So, Yeah,
1: (laughs) 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 absolutely. So Utah, beautiful. I know we're messaging, you've just been down to southern Utah. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. for a vacation, amazing. One of the I, actually, I've been all over, but I've not been to Utah, which is yeah.
0: ridiculous because it, it's beautiful. It'll blow your mind, Bryce. You need to that that picture I sent you. Yeah, Bryce is probably one of the most important parks to ever see, and and you need to make sure you get there. My grandpa, while we were there, he says we walked up to Inspiration Point, and he said, "I'll forget everything else, but I'll never forget this." Wow
1: it's, it's yeah. beautiful yeah it's one of them when you send a picture it just doesn't do it justice right. i say the same like about the grand canyon and yeah. you can take pictures all you want you got to see it yeah to kind of believe it you know so it's definitely a spot that i, I do want to get to so you built a new house and uh you're working still full-time you know we got working together i don't know three months three and a half months four months Oh, uh, like it's, it's been
0: a bit it's been a bit uh, oh, yeah. april
1: Yeah. You have got a similar model to to kind of what I use is that you've got a full-time job and, you know, we decided that, you know, this business is hard and how are we going to make money uh, the fastest way? So what we decided to do was to obviously go virtual, not in Utah. Utah's, you know, a tough, tough market and higher price point. So we decided to go virtual. And we decided to kind of get a partner on the ground and do like so you could do less work, right? Put systems in place so you got someone else doing the work for their time, and you had the system that we built in place and kind of tried to, you know, manage. You say that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell us how's how's that been? You know, just tell us about kind of the deal that, that you're doing and working on, and kind of how you
0: found it and, and whatnot. I- yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's. It- it's scary at times, especially early on, and stressful. You're sitting there like, crap, you know, I, I need something to come out of this, you know. yeah, and it, Scary. Scary is a, a word that I would use. But, you know, we, we ended up getting a few under contract, and and that was exciting. Yeah. And one of them kind of fell through, but this this one that we're actually in the depths of, it was uh, ARV was supposedly around. We actually consulted with a realtor to get proper comms and stuff. Yeah. ARV was supposedly around 185. And we got it under contract for 97. Nice. And so we we're sitting there like, well, hey, that's pretty solid, you know. And so we were going full steam ahead about to wholesale it and just do go ahead and do that. Uh, probably what, pull 10K out of it or so. That was gonna be yep. great. But I kind of thought, what if we bought it and did the work ourselves? Yeah. And and then we sell it full retail. So I don't know, I guess that's kind of referred to as hotel, maybe some along those lines.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hotels where, yeah, normally with a hotel, you buy it and then you've Put it straight back on. See, maybe I do see. a little. Maybe yeah. do a little lipstick on it. Like yeah. maybe a couple of grand. You know, a bit of paint. Stick it straight yeah. back on the market and yeah. sell it
0: straight away. Well, so I guess did, you we, put about yeah. ten. About well, it is it's ended up being about thirteen or fourteen k that we put in. Yeah. Uh, which still ain't bad if you think about no. the price point we got in at. We're at about one hundred fifteen, and and we've got it. We've literally got it under contract for one ninety right now. So nice.
1: And that's going to give you overall, obviously, your partners' money and everything else. But about sixty k. Yeah. So that's awesome on your first deal but the the important thing is and uh, is that you can handpick if you're gonna flip any flippers that I work with and you wasn't a flipper we were wholesaling that's what yeah. we did yeah. but obviously when it one comes across I teach everyone that I work with that if it makes sense and you want to go them extra steps to, to then expand that spread then you can do that right yeah. uh, and that's why you should be handpicking again'm I'm, I'm I do a wholesale I do a lot of wholesaling I can't tell you how many times like we've thought about buying it and but you do have to run the team it doesn't you know and share any stories That you have, but for me, it doesn't always go to plan, right? When you're dealing with people and contractors. Now, for the good thing is, is that you've actually done a very, very smart flip because you're only putting thirteen, ten, thirteen thousand in, right? So that's worked great, and your spreads are there. That if you would have uncovered things and it would have gone to twenty-five, you were still making money. Yeah. Right. It was kind of the numbers, and and this is why it's better to get offline than than b- buying off the MLS because the numbers were like you could have had a disaster and still have made money.
0: Exactly. Oh, you know? yeah.
1: So sure. that's kind of what we what we looked at. I should probably anyway, speak yeah. to
0: where how we even did it. Yes. Well, like of course I didn't. I didn't have a hundred k sitting around. So I actually what I did is I just I've heard people talk about quote unquote private money before, But I'm like ah it no, doesn't seem real you know <laughs> I, I guess i don't know Anyway, so i ended up i just we were about to wholesale it and then i just texted a, a wealthy friend of mine and and just said hey what do you think about this as a as a deal i'll cut you in as a partner and just help help me buy this cash help me fund the the reno and then we'll sell it and we'll all make some money and, and yeah let's do it so about two weeks yeah. later two weeks later he wired the money and and then uh, I used his money to do the the Reno. So I I didn't really. I, towards the end, so when we ran out of money, I put some of my own in, but not much. And most of it was not my money.
1: Yeah, and yeah, you know, and just when you say put money in, I think you're talking what you said three four thousand yeah. of yeah. yours. So just just to finish a few bits up. But here's the thing as well. Just on that, I'm sure. I know you, and you would have just been like, "Oh, I'll do it." But if you would have gone to him, and said, "We need three or four thousand more," he true. would have give you three or four thousand yeah, more. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you just didn't ask. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but you're getting that back out, you know. And uh, like I said, the spreads on that, you got. I think there's three of you uh, kind of in the deal on this, but. So that's fantastic on your first deal. So congratulations on that. But let's talk about how you actually found the deal and why we entered what market we went into. Why did you choose that market? Who did you find on the ground? And, and what does that kind of uh, you
0: know look like to, to, yeah, to yeah. get in this deal? Well, I mean, obviously, we you know you helped me set the system up and, and begin lead gen in it. I went into a CRM and and my local guy, which... So the market that I chose was Tulsa, Oklahoma. And the reason I chose that market is because I grew up there. And so I yep. am kind of familiar with the areas, although, you know, it's been a while, but I'm familiar enough to be able to get around. And, and if someone that I'm talking to asks me, hey, what, this and this, and I, I know geographically where it is, I would feel comfortable with that. And and then the guy I found on the ground, you know, he, he lives there. So obviously, if there's an appointment, they used to take place or whatever, he would head on out to do that he's primarily the one that's actually working the leads so he actually calls the leads and works them and then that's where this deal came from so he ends up getting a hold of this lady after he talked to the VA you set me up with or after she talked to me to the VA you set me up with and then he called her and just kind of first you know she was at, she was at like 140 yeah. And really just, I mean, I hadn't seen the place or whatever. And and, I, and initially started trying to go creative with it. And I was like, cool, well, you know, I'll give you a couple grand as a down. Because she was just like, I need some money, you know. And we'll do a, do a payment over time and balloon it at seven or 10 years or something along those lines. And then was going to do a, I mean, it's similar to a sandwich lease option, I guess, really was my exit Yeah, goal. But Yeah. Honestly, as well, and she ended up saying, "Well, no, I I really just need the cash. I just need the big lump." We're like, "Well, yeah. if we're doing if, if we're doing a lump, we need to come way down, like ninety, is what." And this is I he did all the negotiating. I didn't I didn't do this. So he's like, "Well, if we're doing a lump sum, we need to come down to like 90, you know. And she ended up talking him back up to about ninety seven. And. You know so that's kind of the negotiation that took place so he got her down from 140 to 97
1: yeah but- let me just pick up just pick up a couple of things up here so we have motivation because there's a key thing you said she said I need money yeah so you guys bought the price doesn't match so right now there's four things there's four pillars that we look for right number one is situation motivation number two is price number three is timeline number four is condition okay there are things on a phone call that we're trying to get out to see where position so what's happening is here is that we We've got motivation. She needs to sell, right? And I don't know, obviously, the backstory of why, but she needs money, right? So we know that. Well, we have a high price and she wants, so the price is too high. Well, she, the motivation is she needs money. And then the timeline is she wants to do something as quick
0: as possible, right? Yeah, she was, we need to close in like three weeks. Like this, I've got to get out of here. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if <laughs> we can do that and we'll try, you know, at that point, obviously thinking we're just going to wholesale it, you know? For, yeah, um, yeah. We did close in about three weeks, but with my private money, so.
1: Yeah, so, but what's good there is, is that you've gone down a journey to say, okay, no problem, Mrs. Seller, we can get you the price of 140, but we got to do it over term, right? And then what happens is, is because you're meeting, this is really, really important because you did this. And I know you did some of the, I think, phone work as well. Oh, mate, I did, yeah. Were, yeah. So I, I was
0: the one that talked about the terms with her. The yeah.
1: terms, yeah, because he didn't know, again, so you stepped in on the terms. Great positioning by saying, No problem, we can make this work. We'll give you a couple of thousand to give you a bit of cash, but we need to do a higher price. Obviously, then she's like, no, like she then decided I gotta cash out. So now the price has to be dropped, like you did, to match her needs. Because what you offered was you perfectly offered something that matched her price needs, but did not match match her urgency of sale. Okay. So something's gotta give, right? And then that's her decision. Price terms, right? Yep. What do you want? Well, I want my price. We well, got to wait for it. We can make that happen. Oh no, I got to get it now. Well, we got to drop. And yep. I think for people to understand that in terms of a negotiation is that you follow down one path that makes most sense to solve the problem. And then as soon as you realize and the seller realize, actually the price and actually getting money now is way more important than the price of getting more money. You know, I'll take less because I need it now. Right is what I'm trying to say, and that's what a motivated seller looks like. Right, where you've just gone from 140,000, you've just dropped it like 43 grand to get this deal done, and she's like, "Yeah, let's go."
0: Right. Well, and and good thing too, because after we really got in and really dug our well, I should give credit. You know, I physically was not there, obviously. So my partner there locally, yes, as he kind of rolled up his sleeves and dug in. Man, that place was a mess. And if we were trying to just straight up do lease option to exit, like no one would have wanted to be in. Like, yeah, you. I'm talking like cat pee on the floors and like soaked into the, the mm, carpet. Yeah. I mean it was rough. It was rough. It needed work. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. And again, that's something that you you wouldn't cover as you got in, right? Because this is virtual. So you had
0: had you seen it at this point or not? I mean, pictures. My and my partner had been there and stuff, but. I don't think he realized necessarily, like, I think maybe in his head he thought, well, you know, we'll get a carpet clean or whatever. But, I mean, as we really dug up, as he dug the carpets up, pulled them up, it was like, no, nah, we can't clean these. This is, yeah. we have to, and we replaced it with hardwood, you know, but. Yeah.
1: Okay, good. So, well, that's good for everyone, you know, to kind of see how a deal can actually, why you should have multiple options. And also with your model, again, same as what I use is that you've got the guy on the ground that is an experience with creative financing. So you have to step in, right? Yeah. Because again, that's what we talk about. A lot of people just want you to go, oh yeah, make three offers, person on the ground that, Knows just how to do a cash offer, right? And then it breaks down. So you stepping in and getting there kind of probably won the deal or certainly helped it because you had to get there to then get that
0: renegotiation happening. Okay? Yeah. And that, and that, it took a couple of days too. So yeah. we actually kind of had her on the hook for the, the creative and she was stoked. We thought, and she came back and she said, never mind. And that's the point when we were like, all right, but we got to come way down. Yeah. That's awesome. And just
1: to, and you've not seen this house, you've not been to that market, right? This whole, this whole.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, like I said, my family's there. I'm going to go there at Christmas. I may try and drive by, but obviously we've, (laughs) we have sold it. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the difference is, is that you don't need to be local and that's the thing, you know, and I think that's a lot of people's, you know, hiccups sometimes, especially on the rehab side. That's why I wanted to do this episode with you because not only can we wholesale, but we can do deals. We can do rehabs virtual, right? It's all about who is managing it. Who who did manage? Was your guy on the ground kind of managing the process of contractors and letting people in and things like that?
0: It was a combination, you know. So as far as gaining access, you know, we had a lockbox. There was a certain amount of trust there that they were going to get the job done right, which. They didn't, you know, so of course, you know, as far as on the ground, you know, he would swing in and kind of surprise them or whatever and just kind of double check things. And it was really good to have someone physically there to be like, nah, these floors are not right. We need to talk yeah. about this, you know, so it was nice to have someone there to be able to do that. And then then him and I would kind of consult and discuss, uh, hey, what do we want to do about this? This didn't go right. All right. And then I was the financial the whole thing so if a contractor needed to get paid or whatever in fact even yesterday a couple things on the you know the list the buyer when you sell and they're like hey we need these three or four things done so one of them was to fix a garage door opener and so i helped facilitate getting that to happen and then my boots on the ground guy he actually went to the place to fill facilitate access to make sure it got installed right and then i paid the guy
1: and that's flips though, that, right? Again, I don't, I'll get anyone on here and just make out this is easy. I mean, doing a virtual flip is impressive. But again, having the right people on the ground, and it's the people business. That's why I wholesale because yeah. when you get into contractors, I do it in. You know, my wife kind of manages it in in Savannah, so I don't have to do it. But we've had problems. You know, people not showing up, not doing a good job, just being lazy. Well, shopping. I'll say
0: we've learned a lot on the flip side from this, and at least out loud we say. All right, well, you know, we definitely want to obviously do wholesaling, but if if the right flip comes up again, we'll we'll do it again. But we'll take what we've learned from this and apply it and do better, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you've got another contract now, uh, another house and you're gonna wholesale that one.
0: Yeah. That's the plan. I don't think I've talked to you too much about it, but oh, I don't know all the numbers right off the top. It's I think it's ARV around seventy ish and I think we're under contract for about seventeen, but it is pretty rough and so I don't know. uh, Let me ask you what you think about this. So the yard work, I mean, it is like way overgrown, especially in the back In the front. It's just like the yard is awful. And then inside it's, it's pretty rough. Anyways, my partner was talking to me about it and he kind of said, well, Hey, maybe we put a couple hundred dollars into this to clean it up, get the yard work done, kind of clean it up. So it presents a little bit better so that we can, when, as, as people are coming in, to look at it, potential actual buyers that are gonna pay us our our fee or whatever are not so taken aback. So, anyways, yeah. is that a reasonable thing to do?
1: Absolutely, yes, but you need to make sure that it will make money in the condition that it is. Right. So if you said to me, we can make seven grand on this, should we now clean the yard? Yes. Because now it probably you'll get ten yeah. because of that, right? Because it's gonna present in a different way. What you don't want to do is put a few hundred in get it cleaned up. And then someone says, I'll pay you 10 for it. Yeah. And it's not a deal. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So It's almost like you need to kind of create, like knowing your numbers, like is this solid comps, maybe send it to kind of a buyer saying, Hey, in this area, this is kind of the, the pictures of the inside and not the out, not the disaster out. And if he's like, Oh, absolutely. I want in and you've got it up for 25,000, right? So you're going to make $8,000. Then I would probably say, Yes, there's no you know then I would probably do it so okay. if if you're confident that you can make something on it then 100% do it yes I would okay well All right. that's my only concern I've you know I've had people. We've done it in ourselves when we get things for seventeen, and then all of a sudden we need it five thousand, right? Yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't have been a clean up. Could anything have done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, that that's what I would do on that. Well, good. I appreciate you. You know, getting on. What would you tell someone? Obviously, you know, it took about you know, three months doing this, you know, but you're working a full-time job. So you've got someone on the ground, you're working, you're building a team, you're relying on others to to make this happen. Someone that's starting off, you know, like, and and the experiences and what you've gone through and the wins, the challenges, like, what would you tell someone, like, starting off? Like, what what would you say that, what experience have you had that,
0: that they should do, if that makes sense? Yeah, so... It's Finding your local guy is very important. And there's a balance. You know, you want to find someone that's a little bit newbie, that has done some deals, but is maybe not so keen on one wanting to even do the legwork for the marketing to generate leads, but willing to work leads that have been generated. Yeah. But at the flip side, you don't want someone that is so established, they're already pulling 100 grand a month and Well, what what do my little leads even mean to him? Not probably not much, you know. So you got to find something in between there. And I would say be patient in finding that person. Like be willing to interview lots of people and find someone that fits that criteria. Maybe define that criteria ahead of time that you are looking for and establish it. Then as you're interviewing people, be willing to go ahead and move on. You know. And we talked about this. I'm going to establish another market. I like I like my guy. And I think that we have some growth room ahead of us. But I am going to uh, establish another market and maybe be a little more uh, diligent about about picking my my boots on the ground you
1: know yeah absolutely 100% agree so basically you don't want someone that's already killing it because yeah they're they're happy to work with you but you're always at second best right they'll get to your leads when they're ready and when they get busy and they've got closings and and, and you're waiting right you, you can't have that you know for me it's all about personality and work ethic and, and trust and someone a trier right someone that's a doer and um someone that's going to get it done and learn and and you can mold then and build and grow together. And, and you're exactly right. You, you can't put someone together that loves systems and marketing, and wants to sit at home. You need yeah. the guy that's like, or the gal that is, I love being on the phone. I want to be talking to people. I want to, you know, I don't want to do all the system and the marketing. That's not what I do. And and, and then when you, you get them together, it obviously works like you. So we're going to look at a new market as well for you as an addition and uh, then start building, building this up. And uh, your goal is to obviously get as much cash as possible from wholesaling, reinvest into rental properties, start owning more in, uh, in Utah. And that's kind of our game plan. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Brian, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for getting on, you know, sharing the story. I think people are going to, you know, get a lot from this. Um, I like to interview and, and you know, with my clients and work with real people. That's not saying that other people are real that we have on. But I think people will relate to this a lot more, you know, being your first deal, being virtual, working full time and understanding, you know, what you can actually get from you know having the systems and things in place to 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 make money so hopefully eventually you'll get you'll get out of your job or whatever your goals are I think that's really important you know because you you're just a normal guy you know doing it and uh you're not a guru or you're doing like 10 houses a month because people just don't relate to that sometimes so i appreciate you thank you so much and uh guys if you are interested in working with me go to rei network dot com slash coaching com slash coaching like and subscribe to the channel if you're watching on youtube give us a like subscribe same with the podcast and um we'll see you all soon brian thanks again appreciate you yeah. bye bye